Drugs are useful for their purpose, but they are no substitute for brains. Ah, all right, here we go. I have to say, well done, Ray. Well done. <laughs> well played, my adversary. Well played. <laughs> Phoenix is a gay, but if he was, he'd pick Fremo. Oh, yeah, he'd be living down there with you in the bunk, man. Woo! Once you go free, you always do the Z. <laughs> One day I'm not going to Duncan, and you could get a controller, a new Xbox, possibly even a controller. <laughs> and now the group that can't count it to nuts and come up with the same number twice. Welcome to BGFG episode 360, 360. I'm your host, Chris Phoenix. Not joining me this week is Mr. Fremo Z. Uh, we're in the same IT type field or similar IT fields. Uh, he had an outage and he's been going all weekend long. I feel bad for him. He's going to get that shit done. That's the, that's the downfall of being in IT. As we tell people all the time on the show, being in IT is great. You know, there's, there's a lot of times where you'll see IT people Myself, Fremo included in the past that, you know, you're sitting at work and what are you doing? You're gaming, you know, not often, but you are. Other than that, you're just doing shit. You're trying to figure out stuff that's going to take the longest amount of time <laughs> and look busy doing it. But when you have an outage, it's completely different and it sucks. It just sucks. You just got to stay there and you're at the mercy of other people and it just, it's no fun. That's where he is. So I figured I'd kick out a show and I told him he was worried he wanted to be here, but Again, as the title is, not all of these are gold. <laughs> it's just, we're not going to touch upon the Ukraine thing. We don't do politics. We don't do any of that stuff unless it's absolutely necessary. Um, so we're not talking about the Ukraine. Our, our prayers, of course, go out to the Ukraine people. But we're not going to really tackle that subject. So in turn, there's not a whole lot of other news going on <laughs> really at all. So I'm going to do my best to try to punch through this thing. And just see if, uh, I don't know, we can make something of it. Uh, it's just, and you'll see as the show progresses. And I look forward to the emails or the or the tweets. Uh, <laughs> just some of these shows, I, I should compile them together. Some of these shows are just, they're not good. And there's just no way around it. They're just not good. There's not a lot of stories. That I, it's just not good. So uh, let's start off. And as you see. <laughs> Show progress. Uh, let's get into this week's news. BGFG News. You heard it here third. All right, so first up in this week's news, we have nothing super special, but I want to touch on something called sideloading. So some geeky people will understand what that is. For those that don't, that are just listening, sideloading is a process, especially on mobile devices, where you can load a program or an app from a third-party source. The alternative to this would be Apple's ecosystem, plain and simple. Uh, they've done it the best, I feel. Microsoft has tried, hasn't worked very well. Samsung's tried, hasn't worked that well. LG's tried, failed miserably. Uh, Google's tried, and I don't even know what the hell their problem is. But Apple's made it work, so it's a walled garden. Whenever you want an app on your iPhone, you have to go to the iTunes store or the App Store every time. They vet those programs, make sure that they're legal, make sure that they don't have any malware, make sure they're not malicious. And there are some that, that squeak through. For instance, you can uh, 
there's there's a bunch of apps to hijack um, people's accounts. That not necessarily accounts. It's, it's hard to explain because they're not doing anything illegal. They're just granting access. So if you have access to a friend's phone, we talked about it on the show once before, the child protection stuff. You have to have access to somebody's phone. Once you put it on there, you have access to it all the time. It's just you have access to it all the time. So those are the ones that slip through. And then, of course, you have games. that There was a game, uh, gem game or something. It was $1,999, which was the limit on Apple. And like five people bought it. Guy made like five grand off it. And all it was was a shining diamond in high definition that spun. That's it. If you touched it, it made a noise. That that's all it was. Guy made five grand on it. Kudos to him. Clearly said in the app, it doesn't do anything. But you bought it anyway for a thousand dollars, so that's on you. But side loading can cause problems. So Samsung, Google, uh, basically any Android phone allows side loading. This can be good. You have somebody like myself or Freemo that creates an app, puts it on the website. You can go and download it. Say if it's an app for our podcast, direct access to our podcast, our links, all that stuff, which is in the works, ironically. Uh, once you have that app, you download it, that's side loading, you know, as opposed to getting it approved for the Apple store or approved for Google play store. And a lot of times they don't get it approved because they just don't want to go through the hassle. They've tried it. It works and they put it out there. Now, will it work on everybody's phone? Will it not cause problems? No, nobody knows that. That's why you have it mass tested. That's why it goes into these app store testing spots. Uh, so side loading, it's, PCs do it all the time. You can go to any website and download anything, but as you well know from your PC, you can get infected quite easily. That's a problem on mobile phones. People don't realize your computer's your computer and you love your computer. It's it's very safe and homey, but your mobile phone's your daily driver. Your mobile phone is where you're at all the time. You know where your mobile phone is almost always, and it's got everything on it, and you want that to be locked down completely. So to have a side-loaded program, Apple's always said, no, this is not something we're ever going to do. It creates too many problems. And I work on phones as well as computers. And I can tell you that the Samsung problems are far larger than the Apple problems on their devices, far larger. On Apple, a lot of times, it's a software or hardware glitch that either you can or cannot fix. On Samsung, it could literally be anything. I had a lady come in one time, and she had 25 different programs, 26 different programs that help her clear memory, that clean out her Android phone, that uh, speed up her Android phone, and they're all bullshit. They're all malicious software. They're all pups or possibly unwanted programs, and at the very least, they're manipulating. Not At the very least, they're, they're, they're grabbing your information. And selling your information to a third party, which you, as we've talked about on the show before, you don't know what the hell you're doing with a third party. They're doing whatever the hell they want. So it's a problem. Uh, the EU is going to be passing a bill that allows sideloading on all devices. Apple is pissed off because Apple does a lot of business in the UK. But in order to sell their phones in the UK legally, I'm not saying you can't get it illegally, but to sell their phones legally in the UK, they're going to have to adhere to this. And that means sideloading, and that's going to become a problem, like a large problem. Because once you have a mass amount of people that are allowed to sideloading onto the Apple ecosystem, my ecosystem here in America, even though I'm in America and it's not, that's not allowed, the ecosystem is still compromised. It's massively compromised because you're allowing third parties into the ecosystem itself, whether here, overseas, Africa, Peru, Japan, it doesn't matter. It's all going to the Apple store one way or another, and it's all getting into the ecosystem. And it can, you know, have the potential to harm the entire ecosystem. So I, I, I'm not sure where I stand on this. 
I really don't. Uh, Apple's a $3 trillion company. I don't know how much they would lose by not serving the UK. Like, I don't know. Globally, they're a global company, and, man, they are making money. So I don't know if it's something. I don't know. I don't know where I would stand on this. I really hope they don't compromise because that is that will be a problem, and it will – not only cause problems, but it will allow the idea of sideloading programs on an Apple iPhone to go global. And I think that's a bad idea. Um, and then cruising through this story, I stumbled onto another thing that I never even heard of. So I'm pretty confident our listeners never heard of it either. And that's Matter Smart Home Standard. I have never heard of this at all. Uh, it's Apple-backed. But it includes Apple, Samsung, Google, Amazon, and others. Um, it's part of the Connectivity Standards Alliance, the CSA. And what they want to do is they want to unify smart home ecosystems. And I think this is brilliant. Uh, this is a connectivity standard that will be installed on all Internet of Things. So whether you have a camera, whether it's a Nest camera or it's a uh, Arlo camera, or it's a Nest thermostat, or it's a Blink camera, doesn't matter. They're all going to have the exact same standards, so all the apps could work. Uh, they're just trying to finalize the SDK right now, the, the developer pack, to get this out there, and then it's just going to be approved. And they postponed it a little bit, but it will be done. And I think this is a big step because, uh, you know, and I'm going to look at two companies right here. <laughs> I hope they figure out a way because Google, when Google bought Nest, I love Nest products. I have them all around my home. I love Nest products. And when they purchased, when Google purchased them, they split some of them. Google came out with their own things and they put it on the Google Home app. But a lot of the legacy stuff, the older cameras that still work great, uh, the doorbell, I think the thermostat, definitely the Nest Protects, which they don't even sell anymore, and I think they're brilliant. Smoke alarms and uh, carbon monoxide detectors. They all sit on the Nest app, but yet if you buy any of the newer cameras, the floodlight, uh, I, again, I think the higher-end thermostat, they all go on the Google Home app, and they don't intermingle. I mean, you can see them on the Google Home app, but the Google Home app is exactly what you expect from Google. It's pretty shitty. And on the Nest app, I can always see legacy stuff, <laughs> which is a far better product. So uh, it's I, I want to make that standard so that we don't have to deal with this bullshit anymore because I'm sure the reason why they were living on two different apps is because the standard is somewhat different that Google's using compared to what Nest is using. Now, it won't fix my problem, but in the future, it will fix a lot of the problems where you can use your own app. I can create an app that just views cameras in your home based on an Internet of Things standard that was done by the CSA. That's brilliant in my in my mind because that's going to open up a lot of things. For instance, those of us that have multiple monitors, now you can have Nest apps or any cameras in your home, and as long as there's a uh, uh, the CSA has created a standard uh, standard for all of these, you can have a web page open. I can create a web page that allows that API uh, or that SDK and put it on there and. You can have access to all your cameras. Great. It's going to put a lot of those classic camera security companies out of business. You can just do the same thing now and view all the cameras. That's a problem right now. You can't. Even on Google's app, you can scroll and you can see all your cameras if they've fired up, fired up first. But you, as you scroll, it's just it's not the same. If I could open a window and see all of my cameras all at once, that makes me happy. Because now I can see where people are moving, what's going on, who's at the front door, back door, loading dock, things like that. So. 
I think this is a good idea in a lot of ways. Uh, then maybe they can tackle the RGB controllers because that's another shit show. You know, if I have I have all Corsair stuff, so I use Cars, Corsair IQ. But if I was to throw in N- NZXT's cooler uh, and I want to change the color of that, I have to download. Good example. Uh, we'll get into later. I got a new video card. I'll tell you about it later. Uh, and it actually has RGB in it. But I had to download their app to change the RGB to match what I was already doing with Corsair. So I think that's kind of I think that's kind of messed up. I just I don't like that. But modern problems require modern solutions. Um, like why do we need daylight savings? You know these are these are modern questions. But we'll talk about that later on. I'm going to tackle that nicely. But it won't, none of this will matter once we're in space because then daylight savings none of that shit's going to matter. NASA's launching a new moon rocket. I don't know if people know about this. Wow, I've slacked yet again. Uh, NASA's launching a new moon rocket. Uh, I I agree with the. I like the idea of them doing this, and I like what they're going to do, and I'll tell you about that in a second. But I really wish NASA or any of these space programs would start cleaning up their shit in space, man. It's getting pretty... When you actually see pictures or astronomers' uh, photographs of just the sheer amount of shit that's up there, it's, it's a problem. Um, you know, I, I, I want NASA to succeed. I want this this moon launch. This is this is going to be Artemis 1. This is the first Artemis mission to the moon. Not an Apollo mission. This is the next step. This is Artemis. It also bring the first woman and person of color to the moon, which I think is also mind-blowingly. Let's just hope that they're not going to hit anything with the fucking rocket booster or any of the other shit. <laughs> it's, it, look, it's a new world, people. I'm excited about it. Um, it's oh my it, God, it's just it's just it's exciting to see the Artemis one go up because this is the first of the next missions. Now we learned that look, people, I, I can't get into it on the show now, but look up the Apollo missions, all of them. They really did really interesting things up there. We found out a bunch of stuff that the common person doesn't know about, like when they threw something into the moon and it rang like a bell, or the fact that we had people orbiting. Around. There's just so many things that were cool about the Apollo missions and that we learned it's a big deal and it's huge for the human race um you know similar to the Russians going on the space station just the other day I know we don't get into politics but uh the Russian space cosmonauts went into the space station wearing Ukraine colors that's breaking ground right there people that is breaking ground right there and I'm super happy and I'm super uh pleased and I'm proud you know, as in a human race, not even as an American or anything else, as a human race that we can we can do those sort of things because that's what we need to do to excel. Our space programs and everything's going fast, but we need to be better humans in order to survive out in space, man. We can't be dealing with all this Russia, Ukraine, black, white, Chinese, yellow, uh, uh, Christian, uh, Muslim. We can't be dealing with all that shit, man. We just can't. We'll never survive out in space. We just We just won't survive. And you need to realize that quick. Back on still still on Earth, though, we still don't know what the fuck we're doing. I mean, some of the shit that goes on doesn't make any sense. Uh, like, for instance, Amazon just bought MGM. Yeah, yeah, totally quiet. Nobody heard about it. Amazon bought MGM. And I know Amazon's one of the richest companies in the world, but come on, man. MGM is one of the oldest studios in America. You couldn't find some sort of backing somewhere. There isn't some investor, even a hipster investor, that wants the nostalgia of MGM and the in the in the lion, <laughs> the roaring lion. Come on, 
Amazon's now going to get access to over 4,000 films and 17,000 TV episodes. And that's, I mean, they've, they've now got James Bond, Tomb Raider, Robocop, Rocky, Vikings, Handmaid's Tale, Fargo. So they have a lot of quality programming now. And to be honest, I, I watch a lot of streaming uh, as opposed to cable. It's kind of weird, and it's it's a wasted piece of money in my home. Uh, my wife loves cable. I, I don't know why. I've tried to get her off. <laughs> it's like a drug. But she loves the cable. I love the streaming. So we live in two different worlds. And I can tell you that when I'm bored or when I need background stuff, like if you ever watch us live when we're do, building the show, I have stuff going on in the background, usually just occupy my time, like background music. Uh, every studio we've done, I've done the same thing, even if it's TV or whatever. Uh, I find that having something in the background helps me. And I've used a bunch of different services, but Amazon truly excels in in background bullshit they have like so many random weird like old black and white like um uh the original uh shazam or captain marvel serials that played at movie theaters they have one whole series of them which is like nine or ten episodes i think that's brilliant it was just even looking at it today and the way they they dealt with certain problems just really good I have like having that in the background. That's what Amazon Prime's good for. Now they're going to add all of MGM's library. That's pretty impressive. No matter how you cut it, pretty impressive. Uh, so I'm kind of looking forward to what they're going to do, and I'm kind of not. I'm just tired of these bigger companies buying everything. I've lived through this once already with the with the cell phone and with the landline phone issues, even with the cable companies in a lot of ways. So I I just. I don't know. I, I just feel that it should be equal all across the board. You know, something that's a public utility, let's say the cable lines that are out there, they should be accessible to anybody that wants to do that business. Now, yes, I think there should be some sort of payout for the people that run the lines originally, whether it's AT&T, Cox, Comcast, Xfinity, Verizon, whoever ran the lines, they should be compensated for it justly. But if they want to run their own service, but they should be allowed or they should allow other people to run services on the network. If I want to create a local hometown uh, cable company, I should be able to build up money or, or raise money in funding to rent access on that line and offer somebody different cable services. Because you'd be surprised at as to how much, like for instance, um, when I was with one of the cable companies, they recycled so many old modems that I knew that, that, particular Toshiba modem that you got was probably eight years old. I mean, it had no business being on the internet and it probably didn't run well at all. Just the technology is older, but they would keep renting them out to people that were none the wiser. And then it would create service calls for slow connectivity and stuff, but they didn't care. I just think that it should be open, an open playing field for a lot of people. And I think that's where we get into problems with MGM. A company like MGM studios closes down. That's bullshit. There should be funding for that one way or another. Now, I'm not saying the government has to do it, but you know, you want to invest in a fucking blender that has Bluetooth on it. Um, you know, my daughter has a uh, Keurig for baby formula. What the fuck? You you got your invested technology in that, but you can't figure out how to keep MGM open. <laughs> you know, one of the oldest movie theater. Ah, fuck it. All right, let's get into this week's uh, music, and I want to apologize ahead of time for this too. I felt compelled, Fremo felt compelled, that this is Def Leppard. Uh, it's Def Leppard. I mean, we've grown up on Def Leppard, the Gen Xers. This is their new song called Kick. And you know what? It's not fucking good. <laughs> it's, 
It's just, it's not. <laughs> but it's Def Leppard. <laughs> so I feel compelled to play Def Leppard on BGFG as a music break. <laughs> if Fremo agreed. <laughs> it's just, it's not a great song. And I apologize to all the listeners. So <laughs> we get about three minutes of this hell. I'm going to go grab some liquor. Uh, and I suggest you do the same. We'll get to the back half of the show for some gaming news, and then I'll start a, a, a rant again. <laughs> and we'll see where that takes us. All right, let's get into this week's music. Def Leppard, kick off the new album. Yeah, so sorry about that. Uh, when I switched over the inputs, for some reason the audio didn't travel over. I don't know if that was a mistake or just karma. Because <laughs> as much as Gen Xers love Def Leppard, this is this is not one of their best songs. I would expect something better, something different, something newer. But this is like harking right back to their MTV days. I again apologize.
I don't even have an apology for that. Like, <laughs> I just, I just don't have an excuse. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't have a reasoning behind any of that. I could try, but, uh, yeah, that's just not a good, it's not a good look. Okay, so let's get into this week's uh, gaming news, and I apologize for the music. It'll be better next week. Mmm, gaming. So, first up in gaming, of course, is the GPU news, and I am trying quickly to get a couple of pictures real quick of what I cured so just bear with me for a moment uh, i don't even know if i'm gonna be able to get these in there proper do, 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 do. so yeah send me send me a link to what you think of that that song that was just rough i've seen better from def leopard i've heard better from def leopard i really wish they did better <laughs> but they're not um, I don't have any reasoning behind what they do. They somebody should have told them that that didn't sound right, like for a one of their albums. I I just uh, it's just tough. So again, let's get into GPU news. Is that the GPUs are getting better, and people can say what they want, but they are getting much much better. I found that a lot of the prices have gone down tremendously and I just, they're really kind of putting it out there to where you can have all of these GPUs for a good price. Let me see if I can add this picture. Uh, so I was lucky enough to pick up a card. Let me add this real quick. And the card that I was able to pick up was a dream card for me. So what I was doing is I was doing research on the for the show on the next story, uh, which is kind of funny. But the next story that was coming up, and what you're seeing on the screen now is, and if you're listening, if you're driving around, just when you get to wherever you're going to be, uh, give it a look see. But essentially, I've always dreamt of I have an into uh, an AMD system, and I've always wanted to get a newer card and when i originally built my system two and a half three years ago i bought the radeon 7 which was the top of the line three months later they discontinue it i feel like i was screwed over the card performs but it performs adequately like there's nothing to write home about like it breaks a hundred and that's it. it's like it's just it should be so much more than what it is and it's not and i think that's why they discontinued it pretty card looks good it's going to go up on the wall behind us back here uh with the original radeon card that i have and kind of like a shadow box. So they're going to go up there, which is going to be kind of cool. At the same time, I also think that the sixty, the the 6,000 series from AMD combined with an AMD motherboard-based and CPU really is beneficial. So I've always wanted one. I'm cruising around looking for the stories for this week's stick style and or games news. And, <laughs> and I come across... Uh, my dream card. It's a 6800 XT. I wonder what you can guess from whom. 
as you can see from the picture, I picked myself up a Red Devil. A Red Devil card. It's so pretty. If you're watching the video, look at it. It's pretty. It is a thick boy. It is big. It is about as big, I would say, as a 3090. It is a beautiful card. It's got RGB in it. It's got the devil logos. It's just, I've dreamt of it. And I found it for a grand. And I was like, you know what? Uh, two, three hundred dollars over MSRP works for me to get a red devil card. It's exactly where it should be. And I got it. And it came in the next day. The next fucking day. Love this card. Pulling like damn near 300 frames on uh, Heaven Benchmark. Just the card really performs well. Uh, but there's always some jackass raining on a parade, though. You know what I mean? There's always some douche canoe that wants to do something that they shouldn't be doing. And I really hate when people do that. And it sucks. But later this month, we're supposed to be getting 3080 TIs. <laughs> the leaking listing from Canada says that some of these Aces branded 3080 TIs are selling for four grand. What the fuck is that? Four grand? I just picked up a Red Devil for a grand. Granted, it's not a 3080 Ti, but it's a 6800 XT, and it's a Red Devil version, and I picked it up for fucking great money. And you're going to tell me that your car is going to be four grand? Uh, and don't and don't make the mistake either. There's already been um, there's already been an issue where uh, I don't want to say Russia, but I'm leaning toward it because I don't have the story up in front of me. But there was a warehouse that was that had all these, a lot of video cards and there was employees that were just taking them out, you know, five, six, seven at a time, just walking out the back door with them off the loading dock. Wow. <laughs> you wonder where the shortages, those people got pinched right away uh, from what the news said, because they immediately put them on like Craigslist and tried to go to pawn shops and they immediately got identified. So that was fine. Uh, but if you end up scoring one of these 3080 TIs for a reasonable price, or if you can get online, if you're looking for a card, now's the time. There is some shit out there, man. I picked up that Red Devil for short money, and you're going to need a case to put that in to show it off. You know what I mean? And I got just the case for you. Granted, it's a tough sell because it's from iBuyPower. We talked about this company before, the Height Company. This is the Y60. It's a very, very cool-looking case. It is very much designed for streamers, in my opinion. Very much so. Uh, it has almost no drive bays in there, so you're looking at your 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 standard M.2 on the board or two of them on the board, and maybe one uh, thin SSD uh, tucked away somewhere. So they're not really pushing on that, whereas other... Well, Corsair. I love Corsair, and I have Corsair cases all around my house. They always come with like like a six-bay cage. Who the fuck uses Raid anymore? Get rid of that cage. Nobody needs it. Fucking Raid. That is some dumb shit uh, in this day and age. It's just, it's just simply not needed. But where these cases stand out, the Y60s stand out, is their design. And as you can see from the picture, if you're watching on the video, it's a very cool design because the glass goes from the front around on the side. Like almost like one continuous piece, so you get to see everything inside. And this is this is no doubt a case that's meant to be on your desktop, uh, because you can see all the way around. So you can see all the wonderful lighting you put in there, or if you're into liquid uh, water cooling, uh, liquid cooling, is it liquid? I always get confused. Uh, and you get all the pipes running, everything you can have it in there as well. But uh, where I think they they came 
light years because you can make a glass to edge and glass to edge side panel like a glass to edge front and a glass to edge side panel without a doubt and that's not that difficult but where i think they excelled was that they kind of um cut the corner off on the front part of the case so it's kind of on an angle just one corner is on an angle and that's where the power usb connections are so instead of having it up on the case where you're really never going to use them where they're not aesthetically pleasing now it's on the bottom where i think it should be if you're going to put it on the desktop well built case cool breathing it looks like it's going to breathe very well um again i i have i'm hesitant for this company height because of who owns them but they seem to be doing okay and the front ports are exactly where you want them, and this is something you want to have on your desktop if you're doing a build for looks. And it comes in red, white, or black. And I didn't mean to hit that. Red, white, or black, and it's $200. And in news that Fremo has specifically said he doesn't care about, Paramount Halo series released a new trailer. It looks awesome. I can't wait for this to happen. They're apparently spending the same amount of money they would spend on any high-end sci-fi drama. So I'm looking forward to that. I don't particularly like the fact that they're supposed to let you know what uh, Master Chief or John 117, what his face looks like. I don't know about that. But if the storyline, the storyline is supposed to be very good. And if the storyline really portrays uh, what the whole Spartan, original Spartan program was about, then I think this is going to be really, really good. Uh, in other news, Gran Turismo was down. I don't know if anybody was playing it. I was trying to, and it was down. 30 hours, it was down. And you've you've done fucked up. You've made a mistake. 30 hours is not acceptable, people. This is showing, again, why always online games are not a good idea. If, if that was my exclusive game and what I was playing for, and again, when I was younger, and I'm not talking teenager, I'm talking 20s and 30s, I wasn't going out and buying like four or five games at a time or the high-end part of the game. I was buying the basic part of the game I could get or a resale if I could get it or you know, borrow it from some, whatever the case was. I'm on limited time and, and limited budget with this. So if, if the online version multiplayer wasn't on, oh, that's when I play the single player and, and get my fill in the single player, maybe unlock stuff that I never unlocked before. I mean, how many of us Gen Xers have done that? You know, you, you, multiplayer's down your, or your internet's down, you pop on the game and you do some of the single player and you, you find out that you, you have a new love for it or you find something that you can unlock on it. That's what gaming is all about. But now you have a lot of these games. Let me give you the example, and they're not wrong because they've came out and said this is what they're going to do, but look at Splitgate. Talked about it on the show before. Great game. It is only online. There's no single player. It's just online. Very much like Fortnite. Online. There's no real storyline to it. There's no offline story mode. I think that's missing in games. I think we need to bring that back. There needs to be offline story modes in every single game. That's how you make a game. An online game is one thing, but if you're going to make a game and just call it a game, I don't know. I don't think the persistent online because Gran Turismo was down for 30 hours and nobody could play it. The community was harping about the microtransactions as well. Then the whole system went to fucking shit. Um, the dev developers said that it's going to be a better, the microtrans microtransactions are going to be better because the newer events that are coming out are going to be easier to complete and you're going to get a lot more money for them. I don't necessarily believe that at all. And lastly, in this week's story, uh, to what we're saying with that, with, with, with seeming like less of a grind, there's a few games leaving game pass. And I just wanted to make note because we were starting to make fun of it last week. Madden 20 is leaving game pass. Narada boy, 
Shadow Warrior 2, and guess what else is leaving Game Pass? All of the Destiny games. <laughs> we called it here. We told you this was going to happen. This whole bullshit that they were going to say, oh, yeah, we're going to work great together, not a problem. No, already gone. Bye. Sony now owns the rights to Destiny. Uh, the month was up, and Destiny stuff's all leaving. There's there's games that stay up there for months at a time. Not Destiny. We told you this shit was going to happen. Get it while it's hot because you ain't getting it. All of it. Expansion packs, everything. Gone. See you later. All right. Let's get into the last uh, the last segment of this week. And uh, I'll take a drink of my wonderful Modelo beer. So last this week is for what it's worth. And... I want to talk about the Senate-approved bill for daylight savings time. Long overdue. Nobody understood what daylight savings was good for. I mean, really nothing. And it sucks. I can appreciate it because I was one of those people that would leave for work because of the distance I travel for work. I would leave when it's dark, and I would come home when it's dark. That is depressing. I don't care who the fuck you are. I don't care what you say. I don't care if you're 20s. I don't care if you're in your 50s. That shit's depressing. You leave when it's dark and you come when it's dark. The only time you see the sunlight or the daytime is when you go out for a lunch break if you can. You know, or if you work outside. I mean, again. But you're you're leaving home and coming home when it's dark. And it's fucking depressing. It really is. So the daylight savings thing, and I can't put my finger out. There's all sorts of things. There's laws that have been passed from the 1700s, 1800s, 19s. Uh, all of them have different reasoning behind it. But nobody, I haven't found in my investigation really where it came from, where it originally came from. There's World War I uh, connections. There's uh, connections to the farmers having more time, daylight time to harvest. You know, um, when you do spring back, that gives you an extra hour to be able to harvest stuff during the daylight times. There's uh, the World War One, where it was more economical. There was there, there's there's so many different reasons, but as of 2023, we'll no longer be doing daylight savings time, which I think is great. You don't have to have a lot of shit that's blinking or an hour off. The whole idea of how this causes like this is the problem I have with society today, is that. Why are you guessing at shit? Why can't it just be a bill that's out of date? That's it. It's just a law that was out of date. We need to get rid of it. it makes no sense now. You know, there's automated harvesting or whatever it is. Why do you need to create some sort of controversy around it? You know, uh, of course, you had some senators bringing up the fact of the kids. Some kids will be going home or to school in the dark. Okay, I get that. That's kind of sucky. I remember being on the bus watching the sun come up. I thought it was kind of cool, but hey, if you senators think that that's a bad idea, then who am I to judge your senator? Uh, you know, it, I don't know. I I don't see a lot of this as being worthwhile. You have a lot of other bills that should take more notoriety and should get past this quick. This was a non-thought process. This is something you do with almost nobody there, everybody on vacation. You don't need a full room to do this bill. You know, it's just, it makes me laugh when I see stuff like this. And that's why I wanted to bring it up if what it's worth, because there are so many other bills on the docket that are more important that need full Senate majority there, uh, that impact us a lot more. You're throwing up the thing about the kids. I get that. You're throwing up the fact that it's going to save people from having heart attacks. Uh, I don't see that. 
You say it's going to help depression. I can see that if you're leaving the house in the dark and coming home in the dark, I can see that. But for those senators and shit that either drive in the back of a fucking limo or um, another car and get driven to work, those of us that actually drive to work, it kind of sucks sometimes because when you make us leave at that certain time, the sun's coming up and it's right in our faces. So nine times out of 10, I've actually taken a job offer because I knew on the highway stretch that I'd be running, which was a long distance, maybe you know, an hour or so, uh, I knew that the the sun would be at my back, whether I was leaving, uh, going to work or coming home. So uh, again, I, I'm like that. That's, that's my, <laughs> that's my, th- my thought process, but not everybody's like that. Many times you drive to work and you go the sun in your eyes. I mean, who the fuck wants that? <laughs> so I don't know. I don't think this is even important. It's nice that it's going, it's nice that it's leaving, but I don't see the huge, uh, benefit in this at all in any way it just doesn't make any sense um i mean it does make sense but it's irrelevant and it made all the news like you guys don't have anything else to fucking talk about the fact that the fact that maybe um people that were working at chernobyl the 64 workers or whatever it was that were there for like 60 days because they weren't allowed to leave that's newsworthy you know, these are people that impacted their lives. They're trying to be safe, you know, not get exposed to any sort of radiation, yet they're stuck there for 60 days. I mean, what the fuck? No, but let's make news on, you know, let's do spring is sprung. Look at all these flowers in downtown. Nobody fucking cares, people. You know who cares about those? Unemployed people that are on disability and have nothing else better to do. And I'm not disrespecting you. I'm just saying that's what you're doing because you're finding something to do. Or retirees. Nobody gives a shit. Okay, stay-at-home moms, maybe. A couple of the granola moms will be down there with their kids. Look, you're experienced this shit. My mom was one of those fucking people. I got dragged to all sorts of shit. I remember one summer dressing up in fucking wool outfits for reenactments of the Civil War. It was hot. It was fucking sticky. There was nothing to do. They kept that shit very real. <laughs> you know, the most I had was a bottle of water. I mean, this this sucked. It was awful. So, I don't know. I don't, I don't feel, <laughs> I just, oh, I get pissed off. All right. That's it for this week. I don't have anything else. Tense down, show's over. We'll catch you on the other side, and I guarantee you we'll have a better show. So you can find more of this garbage at bgfgonline.com. You can also send us an email with your questions or suggestions at bgfgshow at gmail.com. Find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Overcast, Podcast, Castro, CastBox, Podchaser, and YouTube. Thank you for listening.